Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, December 10th. S&P futures are trading up about 45 points, 425 points. That's about 10 basis points. NASDAQ futures are unchanged. European indices are trading up small, so about 5 to 20 basis points. No huge distinction in terms of growth momentum in Europe this morning. Asia mostly finished in the red. So this podcast today is going to sound very similar to the last several days. Um, again, just not a lot of movement on the macro front. Markets are very much in a holding pattern waiting to see how some major upcoming macro events unfold. So the ECB will be the main macro event for today. You have a 745 press conference. You have an, I'm sorry, you have a 745 press release. You have an 830 press conference. Remember, the ECB has been extraordinarily explicit since the last meeting several weeks ago about what it intends to do today. Market expectations are very healthy. The consensus is looking for the PEPP, which is their COVID-specific quantitative easing fund, to get increased by a half trillion euros to see it get extended out another 12 months, and then to see some more um, bank liquidity facilities to get launched the TLTROs. Um, so I personally think you're going to see a sell the news type reaction in bond markets. Um, and then in terms of how that will translate into equities, it's probably going to be um, you know, pro-cyclical value, anti-growth momentum. I just think markets have been very, very well prepared for this event. They've had more than enough time to prepare. Um, and you've had you know, in Europe specifically, you've had very big rallies in bond markets there. You've seen a huge narrowing of spreads between bonds and the peripheral countries. And you've seen a divergence between Eurozone bonds and treasuries. So bond treasury yields, um, that gap has been expanding. So I think you're going to see Eurozone, like I said, I think Eurozone bonds will have a sell the news reaction, pushing yields higher. Um, and then that will kind of have a pro value um, effect in equities. Otherwise, again, there's just not much incremental to talk about. So Brexit, there was, remember, the big dinner last night that was being held in Brussels. Johnson was traveling to Brussels to hold last-minute talks. The deadline was moved again. So the, you know they, they had been talking about how they needed to reach a deal by last night. That's now this Sunday on the 13th. We'll see what happens. They're going to continue talking over the coming days. The headlines are very mixed. So some of them are talking about how progress is occurring. Others are talking about how there are still large gaps between both sides. The pound is for sale this morning. I think there was some hope that you would hear that you would get a breakthrough last night. That obviously didn't happen. So the pound is back for sale. Again, this is more a nuisance um, for US equities. It just has not really been a major concern. I don't think it will be a major concern. Obviously, a deal would be better than no deal. But either way, I don't think it's necessarily really fatal um, for US equities. It's just not a core area of concern. The other main topic are US fiscal stimulus talks. So last week, the tenor of news was optimistic, hopeful. You saw um, a lot of a sensible progress occurring. This week, the tenor of news has certainly turned more acrimonious, more skeptical. That continued yesterday during trading and overnight. So a lot of articles just talking about how um, you know the process has quote unquote stalled. The two major issues, again, are liability protection for businesses from COVID-related lawsuits and then state and local aid. Um, and those are more kind of philosophical differences than I think financial. It looks like there is a rough consensus around um, the amount of money that will be um, included in any type of stimulus deal. It's more just ironing out these these philosophical issues. So, um, you know, talks are going to continue. The deadline now has been shifted. So remember, the the deadline had been yes uh, tomorrow, December 11th. That has now moved out a week. So the budget deadline, again, the budget will be the vehicle into which stimulus will be included to the extent they can reach an agreement. Um, the budget deadline is now December 18th. So there's still a lot of time you know, in Washington. That's, that's an eternity in terms of the amount of time that is still remaining to negotiate. 
Um, so I suspect you're going to see the tenor of news turn more hopeful um, over the coming weeks and into the weekend. Again, I think you're going to see um, stimulus get included in the final budget bill, whether or not it is this 900 to a trillion dollar um, you know, grand compromise, I think remains to be seen. It, it is, uh, you know, I think you will probably have to see some of this get broken up with um, a piece of it occurring during the lame duck and the rest happening after Biden is inaugurated on the 20th. Um, and those are really kind of the main macro themes. No major economic data to talk about overnight. Um, nothing else all that incremental in terms of COVID. The, you know, the vaccine process is moving along very, very much as expected. So the, the, you've now had two Western countries, the UK and Canada, approve the Pfizer vaccine. The US FDA advisory panel meeting is today to consider the Pfizer vaccine. You could see FDA emergency use authorization occur um, as soon as this weekend. And then you'll see vaccines start to get administered in the U.S. perhaps as early as Monday or Tuesday of next week. Again, all of that is very, very consistent with expectations. The Moderna vaccine is the next one up. That could receive uh, U.K. approval very soon. And then the, U- the FDA has its advisory meeting for Moderna next week on the 17th. And again, you should see approval, emergency use authorization um, get handed out relatively quickly thereafter. So Moderna and Pfizer vaccines are being administered in some countries um, they will be administered throughout the U.S. by the end of this year. The next major data point will be the Johnson Johnson Phase Three interim data that is due out in early January. Um, so again, all the vaccine headlines um, again are, are, are very much unfolding according to expectations. Uh, the near-term outlook on COVID is still as grim as ever. You have very, very elevated transmissions. You have spiking hospitalizations. You have spiking fatalities. Um, you have governments that are imposing more mitigation actions, certainly nowhere near as stringent as they were back in March or April, um, but that is the near-term uh, backdrop for COVID. And those are all kind of the major themes, topics, and trends. Um, you know, I think what you saw yesterday in the market, obviously, you had a pretty large sell-off in growth stocks. Um, I don't think there's really too much to read into it. Um, you know, I wrote about a lot about this yesterday in the market recap piece. Um, reach out to me if you need to see my broader comments. But again, it's hard to read too much into a single day. Um, you know, these stocks act irrationally on the way up, and they're going to act irrationally at times on the way down. They move um, very large amounts for, uh, for very little fundamental reasons. Um, there's obviously a huge psychological component given the given the valuations that these things trade at. Um, so that is tech. Uh, and looking out on the calendar for today. You have a bunch of events. So obviously the ECB, we already talked about US jobless claims at 8.30. You have a bunch of earnings. Adobe and Sienna are the big ones this morning. After the close, you have Avago, Lululemon, Oracle, and others. Disney will have its big streaming analyst meeting that starts after the close. And then, like I said before, you have the Pfizer um, FDA advisory panel meeting today as well. And that is essentially everything for today. Thank you for listening.